and welcome to Milk's favorite podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. We've we've given up on officialness, right? Given up? What? How How have we not? I'm demoralized. I don't think that's the right way to think about it. Okay. I just think it hasn't caught on yet enough for, for us to be noticed. Okay. We're just, we're just missing, we're just missing that notice from Mr. Nabisco. Yeah. Okay. How do we get it? I, you know, I don't know. It's like when you email someone and they never email you back. I mean, how do you know why it's not happening? That's true. Should we, should we email Mr. Nabisco? I, we've never tried that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. And every episode on Milk's Favorite Podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo, rate it in each of eight categories, and add up the scores to see just how good that Oreo is. Today is a special episode, though. You know why it's a special episode, Michelle? Why? I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is our 50th regular episode, not counting the bonus episode. Yeah, 50. That's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of Oreos. So we will have eaten, I think, 48 different kinds of Oreos (laughs) because we kind of did birthday cake twice and we accidentally 100% did peppermint bark twice. And I guess, like, do you count all, like, Olympic and winter and Mm, spring and joy? No, they weren't different flavors. They were different Oreos. Yeah. Okay. Well. We don't know how many flavors. (laughs) (laughs) It's impossible to tell. No, don't Google it. It's not on Google. That might be true. (laughs) But I think uh, 50 episodes is a good chance to kind of look back, and uh, usually we would do a story here, a story about Oreos, but, but we can do a story about a podcast about Oreos instead, kind of a meta story Um We've done this once before. Longtime fans will remember that we did this once before, an episode 10, maybe? It might have been 25. 25? That feels like a big number. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you. So I guess a big, big thing that has happened in the podcast, um, we got engaged on this very podcast. Yeah. That was big. That was a cool thing, right? Yeah. I mean, like that it happened on the podcast. He seems unsure now, but I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) And this feels, it feels very self-congratulatory, just like talking about, I don't know, like, like we already talked about what the podcast means to us. We Mm -hmm. could do that again, I guess. Our relationship with it may have changed. I don't know. I didn't think this through. (laughs) I was thinking about, about how, how sort of our, I think, I don't know how to lead into what I want to say. Just say it. I think something that's interesting about reviewing so many Oreos is how things change after the podcast happens. What do you mean? So we review the Oreo, right? We review its smell or we scrutinize it. We look very deeply into what it looks like and and what our first impression of the taste, right? Yeah. But in many cases, things really change over that period of time after the podcast ends and we eat that box of Oreos or mm-hmm. not. We, we usually do finish off the box. It usually takes us um, a while, and we often have help, but we, we generally do finish off the boxes. Only a couple we haven't, like um, last year's Valentine's Day Oreo. Yeah, those were bad. Uh, yeah, but my students, they ate them. They <laughs> finished that box right off, and they came with some other box that we had around the same time. The uh, the, the um, vanilla Japanese ones, I think? Maybe. Um, for example, last episode was coconut, coconut caramel. caramel. And I don't feel like we lo- loved it. I liked it more than you. Yeah. But we've been eating them. Yeah. Kind of like any other Oreo. Yeah. 
I, I think what it is is the baseline for an Oreo is just kind of high, and we really we really put them through the ringer in the review process. And if you're not applying that level of scrutiny to the Oreo, especially with the stuff that you care less about, like honestly, if I'm just like eating an Oreo because I want to eat an Oreo, I don't really care how it looks. Mm-hmm. And we can be real sticklers about the look of an Oreo on the podcast, but out there in the wild, I don't really care. I just want to eat an Oreo because I like Oreo. Is yeah. that kind of what you're what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I think also just as you as you eat more of them, they almost always get better. Yeah. Except for a couple of very rare exceptions. Yeah. We do still have some mint ones in the freezer from our engagement episode that we have not finished. I feel like most of that is that we forget they're there, right? It could be. I at least forget they're there. Yeah. Do you have any any thoughts about your favorite and your least favorite over these 50 episodes? Has it changed? So I was, I was actually going to talk about this when we talk about the episode itself. For a long time, I would compare every Oreo re- we reviewed to hot cocoa Oreos, because mm-hmm. I feel like Mr. Nabisco got so much right with hot cocoa, and I'll, I'll talk more about that later. I'm, I like want it to come back. I don't know if I would still like it. I wonder like how mm. much how much of our tastes change. Right. And in a sense the peppermint bark episode could have been a cool experiment if we then went back and listened to the first time we did it mm-hmm. and just saw like how we changed, you know? Yeah. Um I <laughs> I I'm kind of glad about cherry cola Oreos because they're so bad. They're so incredibly bad that they're ingrained in my memory. As the worst Oreo. Yeah. Okay. Even though Probably last year's Valentine's Day was worse. I think it was, but I don't have a clear vision of what it tasted like. Yeah. Is that kind of what you were you were asking about? Yeah. Same question to you. You got your favorites, your least favorites? Well, long-term fans of the show may know that my my favorite that I would claim, kind of like when you say your favorite color, and you just like kind of pick a color, um, okay. is red velvet. However, I think over the last year, there have been some really good ones. Yeah. Like the most recent uh, mystery Oreo. The churro one. Churro flavor. I was a big fan. We got at least a second, if not a third box of that. Yeah. Um, And I actually really like these coconut caramel ones. We can get more. They're still in stores. Yeah, like in a surprising way. And I'm not sure that they necessarily knock out red velvet. Like those are a classic. Although I haven't seen them in stores recently. I haven't been looking. But I almost but feel I like I, I ate them so much that I sort of wore them out a little bit. Okay. And I'm I'm sort of more excited for new fresh stuff. Okay. Well, speaking of new fresh stuff, I think we have some Oreos to review. Michelle, what's our first category? Our first category is name. What is the name of these Oreos? The name of these is chocolate marshmallow. What do you think? I well, I'm wondering why they're not s'mores. There was s'mores. S'mores was a thing. I guess that has a graham cracker yeah. cookie. Yeah. Okay, so they're different. They're just they're just chocolate marshmallow. But they're not It's also kind of seasonal. Yeah. And we're we're in the depth of winter right now. Right, and s'mores are a summer thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's ex- I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw these Oreos or when I first heard about the flavor, because I, I heard about the flavor before I actually saw it before they came out, I was like, Oh, chocolate marshmallow, whatever. Like that's fine. You know, I like chocolate, I like marshmallows. It's to put them together, not super exciting. Then I had a realization after I bought them. This is hot cocoa redux, right? Because what was the hot Mm -hmm. cocoa? It was the chocolate with the marshmallow cream. Yeah. And we'll get to the cream on these, but 
that got me very excited. The realization that these are essentially hot cocoa or like something in that vein. Yeah. An Oreo that I haven't had in almost three years, two and a half years. Because we started, that was maybe our fourth episode or so. And we started on your birthday in 2017. Yeah. I think we recorded it on your birthday and released it on my birthday. Mm Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, now it's now it's 2020. We're well into 2020. It's been two and a half years since Hot Cocoa Oreos. Mr. Nabisco finally listened. Maybe we are <gasps> the official. Or I do that joke so many times. <laughs> yeah. So the name, the name, it was kind of a slow burn for me, but ended up being very, very exciting. Yeah. So what do you think? What's your score? I, I'm. I gotta give it a. a it, it could be better if it was just hot cocoa. That would be a better name. But as is, I gotta give it a twelve. Yeah, I agree. It's really good. I'm also gonna give it a twelve. Our next category is packaging, and this is a buck wild package. This package is. Insane. What is insane about it? Look at this this pile of marshmallows. There's three marshmallows. Three of... And they look kind of like mini marshmallows, maybe? No, they don't. They look like the huge ones. Okay. I mean, me. they look like big mini marshmallows. They're, they're the size of an Oreo. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> an Oreo that is enlarged to show detail, of course. But they are, they're kind of the cylindrical ones, right? And they're arranged in a pyramid, two on the bottom row, one on the top row, kind of between them. Except, oh, oh, look at that. One of those marshmallows is on its side? <laughs> What's the problem with that? I don't... How is it supporting the top marshmallow? Oh, that's true. How does this this pyramid not crumble? It's. It, I don't think it's actually a pyramid. I think there's just three. One is floating. It, it Well, it actually is floating because the, the part where they would touch is covered up by the, the word Oreo. Except unless that top marshmallow is substantially longer than the bottom two. <laughs> It's, it only goes down to, to like halfway down that word, whereas the word is at the top of the other two. This marshmallow is literally floating in space. What? <laughs> I don't, I, I just don't think that they're going for this valid physical space that you're imagining. Clearly not, because it never works. But what about what about the huge fluffiness of these marshmallows and that delicious looking fudge that's coating them? Honestly, marshmallows don't really do it for me. I think what it is, I I made marshmallows once and they were amazing. And every marshmallow I've ever had from a store, which these look like store-bought marshmallows, kind of just tastes like sugar. Okay. And I'd rather eat sugar, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I would. Okay. Just, yeah. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michelle catches me frequently. She walks in the door and I'm I'm just sitting there with a pile of sugar at my feet, just just diving in. That's gross. <laughs> it's also never happened, and the description got away with. <laughs> I think marshmallows are good when they're melty. I don't think they were intended to be just like popped out of the bag into your mouth. But in hot cocoa, for example, they're melty. In s'mores, in Thanksgiving sweet potato marshmallow casserole, they're all they they're meant to be toasted and melty. And in that case, they have this textural component, like the, the toasty part and the melty part, and they kind of get a little creamy and it's like this melty sugar. I agree with all of that. You know where they're not melty? On this package. On this package. <laughs> because they're not s'mores. They're not, they're just marshmallows. Yeah. I do like the fudge dripping down them. It's got a nice texture to it. I feel like the, the caramel from the caramel coconut Oreos was kind of just flat. On the, on the package. And this, like, it feels like the fudge is, the chocolate is dripping down. You know, it, it looks like a liquid. Yeah. 
which I'm into. So there's there's a big spoiler about these Oreos from the package. I guess it's not really a spoiler because the package is designed to show them off. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about it? Well, first I want to talk about how much random text is on this package and how much okay. I hate it. Okay. Because it's really, it's so distracting. You have this, Brandy hates this pile of marshmallows, but I think they look kind of enticing. We have this huge yellow red family size thing that feels like it's getting bigger every box. Yeah, I do not like the family size. This one goes uh, more than halfway down and more than halfway so across. So big. And then we have the way across. new, we have flavor cream, artificially flavored. And then also this huge banner that says marshmallow pieces in cookie. Those are two different font sizes. And then with chocolate marshmallow flavor cream, artificially flavored. Huh, huh. Is there no easier way to express this? Or could they put it just somewhere else on the back, on the side? I don't know. It just... I feel you ruins it for me. I feel like also the marshmallow pieces in cookie with chocolate marshmallow flavor cream artificially flavored is kind of redundant because at the top, it does say chocolate marshmallow, marshmallow flavor, flavor cream, cream artificially flavored. And in the picture, you can see the marshmallow pieces. So that whole banner is redundant. Here's what's confusing to me about this. So it's chocolate marshmallow flavor cream? Yeah. What does that mean? Probably the flavor is either that of a chocolate marshmallow, which are thin. I've had them. But it's just, you just says just sugar, right? So what does it mean for it to be? Like very sweet chocolate. Marshmallow flavored. Uh, Or it could be marshmallow flavor cream mixed with chocolate flavor cream. And then it would taste like very sweet chocolate flavor cream, right? Uh, Maybe that, like, so marshmallows do have, are supposed to have a different flavor than just sugar. I personally have not found that store-bought marshmallows have that flavor. Well, we'll just have to see. I guess, yeah. Yeah. What else about this package? Let's, let's take a look at the bottom. It's uninteresting. (laughs) There's an ad for fudge-covered Oreos which are good. We like those. Um, Oh, looking at the nutrition information here, which I do not recommend doing, there is 1.1 milligram of iron per two Oreos. And I think it's weird that they go to that many significant figures, right? Why are they, why are they introducing a decimal point into this? I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, That's all. What do you think of the package? I really want to like this package, and the Oreo does look really good. I, I really like it when they do things with the with the cookie, and they're definitely doing something interesting with the cookie here. I like the color of the cream. It's this very dark brown chocolate. Very, very dark. As dark as dark chocolate, which I'm super into. And there's just, like you said, there's just too much going on. That banner at the bottom doesn't be there. The family size thing, like you can just look at the box and see that it's bigger, right? If you can read family size, that means you are looking at the box already Mm -hmm. and it's bigger. And I don't like the yellow on blue. I've never liked that. The font is nice. That chocolate marshmallow is in. That's a good thing. I do like that. Uh, but the packaging is kind of a letdown. I I think I have to give it a seven. I have a similar feeling. Our next category is smell. Let's open these up. That was an absolute joy to open. Very easy. Oh, they smell good. They smell kind of like... Uh brownie batter to me yeah yeah it's it's very chocolatey but it's not just straight chocolate kind of like the the fudgy cakiness of a brownie or marshmallowiness i guess i do feel like i sort of smell marshmallows in a crazy way which 
Yeah. <laughs> they kind of, they, have you ever had chocolate Lucky Charms? Mm. They kind of smell like I that. Know. I would expect a marshmallow flavor to be sort of like a cereal marshmallow kind of situation, right? Yeah, because that's how be. marshmallows get processed into the food. And the smell, the smell's not really permeating the room, but you don't have to get super close to smell it. Pretty good. It's, I would say this is medium strength, this smell. Randy has deep interest in the strength of the smell. Whereas I only care about the, is it good or bad? So 50th episode, I'll explain why. (laughs) My sense of smell is not very good. So in order for me to really smell something, it helps if there's a strong scent associated with it. I'm not going to pick up a weak smell. So if, if something smells strong, I can actually smell it. And if it smells weak, then I probably can't. So that's why I value a strong smell. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the explanation (laughs) michelle she her sense of smell has always been top notch and she she sometimes doesn't realize the privilege that she has had her whole life man having a functional nose so that's not the story you told me about why you like a strong smell what was that that you just like things to be extreme you don't like them to be in the middle both are true and so even if it's bad you want to be strong which makes absolutely no sense because if it's bad and you can't smell it then that's better right Except I like, so every everything that is a one out of five for me is a five out of five for somebody. And it, most things that are a three out of five for me are not a three out of five, are not a five out of five for anybody. It's going to be a three out of five for everybody. So, you, you know, if, if you shoot high, ooh, as we talk, the smell is permeating throughout the room. It's nice. <laughs> but if you shoot high, you're either going to land high or you're going to miss and go way low. If you shoot down the middle, you're almost never going to end up high. So a, a one out of five represents the potential for a five out of five, right. whereas a three out of five doesn't. Well, we have to agree to disagree. Fine. But can you agree with yourself on a score um, for the smell of the these The smell Oreos? is amazing. It tastes like Chocolate and kind of cake and also It tastes like that? Michelle, are you jumping ahead? I thought I said smell. Oh, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> it smells like like batter and, and chocolate and marshmallow and all of this mix of delicious things. I'm going to give it a 12. It's really good. I agree 100%. Except I, I think this is pretty much perfect. I'm going to give it a perfect score. 12.5. Our next category is appearance. Uh, A lot of these cookies are broken. There's cookie dust all around. The relief is not good. They're really sloppy, which is surprising because they're they're not that different from a normal Oreo. It seems like possibly putting the marshmallow in the cookie has weakened it somehow, which kind of makes sense. So as just Oreos... Like the the thing that these have in common with every Oreo, not so good. What about the unique aspect here, which is the marshmallow pieces? What do you think of that? Uh, It's kind of, it's not clear enough to me to be inconsistent enough for me to really like it. It just kind of is confusing. Yeah, it looks like they kind of got like a little bit of white paint splattered on them. Yeah, it just looks sloppy. It's not on all of them. This cookie is backwards. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. I, ooh, this one, there's a fault line in this cookie and see the, the marshmallow going down the fault line. Ooh. That's kind of neat. Yeah, they're very broken. I am not a big fan of this appearance. It, I, it almost feels like this package must have been dropped like a bunch or otherwise mishandled. I don't I don't think we did. I don't remember dropping. Yeah. I don't remember mishandling it. But it's the the cookies are so broken that that feels like the most likely explanation, right? Probably. Or or they're weakened by this marshmallow gunk on, in the cookie. Which could be true. That could be true. So numerically speaking, what do you think of the appearance? 
I am not a big fan. I'm going to give it... I think I think that's generous. They're bad at being Oreos. They're bad at looking like Oreos. And also, the thing that makes them unique is not good. I'm going to give them a four, and that hurts me. Our next category is ease of opening. Oh, this seems like it's going to be hard. I'm taking one that looks not broken at all, and I'm going to twist. Okay. Ooh, it was very easy to open, although the cream almost fell off of... It's, like, not very well attached to either side. Oh, yeah. Michelle is just, like, juggling the cream from cookie to cookie. (laughs) (laughs) So, interestingly, the cream looks sort of mottled. Mottled? Yeah. It's got, like, different colors in it. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, the, the darker sections are where it was connected better with the cookie. And we, we sometimes see that, that like somehow being connected with the cookies, the cream darker. So I'm going to, I got one that has just a small crack in one side. I'm going to, I'm going to try to pull apart and I'm going to hold it by the ends of the crack and just kind of hope that I gather. Oh, 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 it turns out the other side was also cracked. Uh, but I luckily managed to just keep everything together. It separated great. It separated very cleanly. Yeah. Not, not even a tiny speck mm-hmm. of cream and then of course I dropped the, the cookie the broken cookie I'm afraid to open more of these I think they're just too broken to really be able to do this but the, even so they were still very easy to open yeah I agree I feel like we can give them a score yeah 12.5 I'm gonna knock off some points because I had to be very ginger with it I had okay. to take a lot more care than normal but I'm still gonna give it an 11. And now the category that I at least have been waiting for. I am so excited. Here's taste. I'm just going to do a really broken, just a really broken one. Mm. Oh man, so good. <laughs> I don't know. Something's a little bit off. It's very chocolatey. Mm-hmm. But it's got a nice, like a nice marshmallowy thing. Like, like cereal marshmallow, you know, breakfast cereal marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Not like super high quality confectioner's marshmallow. Yeah, it tastes, it tastes like it has some... Lucky Charms marshmallows in it. Yeah, which, it which I find might. a little bit weird. Oh, I'm, I'm into it. I'm real into it. I think this is great. I am so excited about these. I'm so glad they're still in stores. I will be buying another box of them before this one is finished. Ooh, I just got a whole big chunk of marshmallow in my cook. Yeah. I do not like that. What? Why not? It just like got stuck in my tooth mm. and was like very chewy in I- the middle of eating a crunchy and creamy thing. I feel like they've done the marshmallow pieces before, and they've not really been successful. They here, seem the... bigger here. Oh, I was going to say they seem smaller. Mm. This one has a whole streak of them. Yeah, tiny pieces. I think I'm not as jazzed about them as you are. I think that's that's pretty clear. Do you know how jazzed you are about them? I'm having a tough time because I do like the chocolate chocolatiness of them. I don't like these marshmallows stuck in my teeth, which I think is a component of taste. Yeah. And also how strongly they hit you with this cereal marshmallow is a little bit straight. Even though I like it, just it's something is weird about it in this context because I'm eating an Oreo. I think they're going to grow on. And part of me is like, should I take that into account? No. Okay. I'm giving them an eight. Michelle, you're killing me. These are, these are a 12. There's something weird about them. I can't explain it. Yeah. It's weird how good they are. Got it. So how do these, can you recall how they compare in taste to hot cocoa? I wish I could remember better, but I think they're very, very close. Okay. Or like, 
you know, the, the putting it into my mouth immediately gave me that kind of sense memory thing, mm-hmm. but that could be just because I've hyped it up so much to myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, this is, this is Randy's personal corner right now. I don't trust myself to be an accurate narrator of my past feelings. So I don't know. I don't know how they tasted before. Mm-hmm. I just remember okay. saying that I liked them a lot. Okay. And then these hit me in a way that makes me think of those, but I don't know if that's if that's because I want to or because I, I just am. Okay. Well, I'm glad they lived up to your expectations because I feel like you had really high expectations. They were sky and high. And I was nervous. I, would, <laughs> I thought you were going to be very disappointed. I feel like at this point, we... We've been doing this thing for so long, this this very silly, very inane thing for so long, like really paying attention to the Oreos that we're eating, and we've eaten so many different kinds. I feel like you and I both probably have very good intuitions about what any given Oreo is going to taste like and whether or not we'll like. Yeah, I think that's true probably 80% of the time. Yeah, which before this, before we started doing this, it was probably closer to like 40%. It's probably true. Our next category is accuracy. Did it trick you? Did you feel like you were eating chocolate marshmallow? Yes, I did actually. Did it? Did you feel like you were eating chocolate and marshmallow together, or yeah, yeah, a I chocolate did. marshmallow? What's the difference? Have you ever had a chocolate marshmallow? I don't know. Um, I I think it's it's just so close. Like I'm getting the textural gummy component in my teeth. Like there is literally marshmallow in this cookie. Mm-hmm. And also it tastes like a marshmallow and chocolate. I don't know how to either say that those are together or apart, but it's very <laughs> accurate to me. Yeah, I guess the, the difference would be how integrated the flavor is. And here it is, it is chocolate marshmallow. It's not chocolate and marshmallow. Yeah, that's true. They should just have chocolate marshmallow. Yeah. But it is called... No, it's just chocolate marshmallow. Right, right. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, chocolate yeah. marshmallow. It doesn't say chocolate and marshmallow. Right. That's true. I, I'm very, very comfortable with how accurate it is. Numerically, how comfortable are you? It's a 12.5. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Our final category is probably actually for once the one I'm most excited about. This category starts, I don't know, two weeks ago or something. We were at a place that I don't remember where it was, and there were people selling Girl Scout cookies. Now, there were not Girl Scouts selling Girl Scout cookies. There were middle-aged women no, selling no, no, Girl no. Scout there cookies. No, no, no. There was a child there. I did not see a child. There was a child. Mm. I bought them from the child. I bought them. Oh, you bought them from the child. <laughs> I bought them from, a, from an adult. Oh, I, I don't know. It was very <laughs> cold outside. It was like single digits cold. Oh, we were leaving brunch. That's yeah. what it was. Yep. We were leaving brunch. There were two middle-aged women selling Girl no, Scout cookies. No, one of cookies. those people was a child. <laughs> <laughs> it was the oldest, tallest <laughs> child there's ever been. And so we bought... Uh, of course, my favorite Girl Scout cookie, the shortbread. And Michelle said, why don't we also get s'mores? I've never seen s'mores Girl Scout cookies before. Me neither. They're very good. They're really good. This, uh, maybe we'll, well, we definitely won't do a bonus episode because we're just about done with the package, but go try them. They're very good. Yeah. Mr. Nabisco, stop listening retroactively. They're probably the cookies that are most worth $5 <laughs> of any of them. Although you don't get very many, like 10. No. Um. So we had those, we had these chocolate marshmallow Oreos, and I thought, what could be better than making a sandwich, a Girl Scout s'mores cookie sandwich, on chocolate marshmallow Oreo bread? 
it's almost like he was setting this Oreo up for a high score, if you think about it. Because <laughs> really, what could be bad about this situation? How what what is the thing we are scoring on? Uh, how how good? How much you want to do this again? Okay. How good it is? Okay. I, don't I know. think this might be logistically hard. Yeah, for sure. So I have the cookie and cream of two Oreos, like I was going to make a double stuff. And in between them, I have put this Girl Scout cookie, which is one, a square, and two, bigger than the Oreos. Yeah, it's sort of like when you... No. <laughs> Um, I just have one Oreo, one full Oreo that I'm using, so the top doesn't have cream. And I'm I'm excited. Let's. This is hard to eat. Mm-hmm. You've got the softness of the cream that immediately gives way to the hardness of the Girl Scout cookie, and it's just like hard to bite without getting crumbs everywhere. The marshmallow flavor is much more pronounced this way. I actually feel like it all gets muddled together in this way, where I'm I'm not really clear what's what anymore. Hmm. Maybe it's because I'm. I don't have two creams on it mm. because the Girl Scout cookie also has a marshmallow sort of cream layer on it. And I feel like I'm tasting much more of the Girl Scout cookie than I am. Yeah. With just There was a marshmallow piece stuck. In- How do you feel about that? Not great. <laughs> Can't change my score though. Can't go back. Yeah, this was not, I thought this would be a weird, fun thing to do. And it was, but it's not really a thing I want to do again. No, I don't think a cookie goes inside of another cookie. <laughs> I think there's just some log- major logistical problems with that that are not... Maybe we should have put the Oreo inside the Girl Scout cookie? I think that... Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that I would I would do this again. No. It's a lot of cookie all at once, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. A lot of sugar. Yeah. It's not that it's not good. It's just a lot of crumblies and squishy things all trying to yeah. fit together. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the best way to do things. I'm not sad I did it, but I won't be doing it again. Yeah. Eat your cookies separately. You know, one at a time is what I would say. Yeah. I think I'm going to give this a, a seven. I was going to say an eight. I feel like it was generally positive, but but not great. Yeah. And those are our categories. Give us a second to add up the scores. And in honor of our 50th episode, while we're doing that, why don't you treat yourself? Do something nice for you. And we're back. My score was 78. And mine was 79. I didn't expect you to like these more than me, I'll be honest. Me either. I think it was the appearance. Appearance kind of let, let me down. Does Milk's Favorite Podcast recommend chocolate marshmallow Oreos? Wholehearted. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's Favorite Podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at Milk's Favorite Podcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Milk's Favorite Podcast.